and a one and a two. No, we're we're. Listeners, this song has been in Robin's head for. It's been in my four head, hours. and I like kind of know. I think it's something majore, maybe canta majore. It sounds Irish. To no, me. I think it's like a like a mariachi band. Song. Earlier, I was like. It's an Italian song, but no, it's, I think it might be. There's no way to know. Wait, now, hold on. Are you going to Google I, 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 I? (laughs) (laughs) While she's doing that, uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is That's a a Spirit (laughs) Podcast. This is That's the Pirate Sodcast. That's the Pirate. Guess what? I did Google I, 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 I song. <laughs> What's the results show? Oh, Cielito Lindo. Yeah, that's it. Okay. What right. was it? Give us the taste. Little beautiful something. Little beautiful one, I think. Um, wait. Okay. I have Googled this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canta I don't speak Spanish, but... I don't think that... Yeah, thanks for telling the listener. Okay, you know... They wouldn't have been able to know that you don't speak like, Spanish fluently. something? Okay, you get it. <sighs> Great, we did it. Anyway. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much Another for going app. on that journey with us, uh, finding out what the song is. Yep. This is this happens to us all the time, where we'll have a song stuck in our head and then yeah. we don't know what it is. Yep. Actually, Rachel, your mom solved a mystery for us once oh, in Robin's Baker room. Of, we were oh. just like... Unmistakable. Well, we didn't know. We, we didn't were like know. 17 years old, and, and your mom popped like, her head in. Baker Street. It was like six hours of just being like, yeah, what's like, the trumpet song? Yeah. Also, listeners, listeners, guess who's our special guest today? I'll give you two guesses because I did just say your name. Mm-hmm. And you said that we share a mom. Mm hmm. Guess who? It's me. It's, it's Rachel. <laughs> it's it's Rachel. Hi. It's my sister. Yes. Great She's TV. here. She's oh. ready to be scared. Great to be on the camp. It only took yeah. like two years, but we finally got you on. Here's yeah. behind the dial. Behind the scene. Oh my God. And now she's flipping the script. I'm also going to use this opportunity to plug your new record. Yeah. Tell us about the new album. I first just want to acknowledge that I edit this podcast, yeah. which I feel oh, like yeah. no one knows. Yeah. We've called it out before. Probably on the sure. Instagram that no one follows. Sure. Hey, come on. Hey, no, we've I mentioned it look. being like, Rachel, we're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> but then we never tell you when to actually do it. So mm-hmm. it stays mm-hmm. in. So mm-hmm. people have heard it. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. fine, though. It is fine. And it's fun. This is Rachel, the editor of the podcast, Mm -hmm. the musician in her own right. Musician, ghost enthusiast, I would say. Poet laureate. Yep. Uh, Uh, Nine-time fencing champion. Licensed Mm -hmm. driver. Mm -hmm. Freemason. Yeah. And... Uh, Aesthetician. Florist. Yep. Did you say aesthetician? Aesthetician. I heard ass. That's I what I ass. did too. I heard that as well. Esthetician? What's the name of a butt doctor? Do you know? Proctologist? Uh, yeah, there you go. That's what it is. Yeah. Aesthetician. Can't you say Aesthetician. Aesthetician? I think it's like aesthetician. Yeah. Yeah, but you can say aesthetic. Yes. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Instead of S. S. Anyway, um, so <laughs> Rachel's band Field Mouse has a new album out. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Mm. All right. <laughs> um, Let the art out. speak for itself. Yeah, it's out. It's um, for sale. Mm-hmm. It's also for free mm-hmm. for most of you. Uh, you know who you are. It's, yeah, it's you know I gotta say it's pretty good. Good. I would. I, agree. I would agree wholeheartedly. I, agree. I gotta say, wholeheartedly. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you all. You could argue that every song is about a ghost. Mm. Well, yeah. Truly, the ghost. Yeah, you could really look at it through that many different spectral things. lens. Sure. Um, well, yeah. I mean, today is a celebration of um, arguably the beginning of what feels like 
fall weather. Mm. Oh, yeah. I feel mm. like this Time? past, ooh, Friday? Ooh, ooh Friday was baby. really spooky. It was like sweater and jacket oh, day. Oh, man, it had just rained. Oh, it was good, Chris. The sun was nowhere to be seen. Down. Hither and oh, hither. It was great. It was cold. Day. I was like, boom. Can't Walking wait. around outside. Oh, it felt like an eternal Vermont mm-hmm. at, at dusk. Yeah. Mm. And then today was like, it started out a little crispy, but then when we were walking, we walked a lot today. And yeah. by the end of it, we we're like, ah! But yeah, we, we really were like, so why? Sweaty. It got 10 degrees <laughs> so hotter gross. as we were walking. We went, and we yeah. did do one spooky-ish thing, which was yeah. we went into a very cool historical barn house near here. Not a barn, a Stone house. house. The old stone house in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And we got to go upstairs and see this really cool old uh, room that you can, like, rent out for events. And they were talking about planning Halloween stuff. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're we probably going to have an event there. contact info. Shout out to you, old stone house. We so if you are listening. Listening. Love you. I'm sorry that I didn't give you the three dollars suggested donation, but I will come yeah. by we're gonna, again. We'll make it up. We'll make wow. it up with six dollars this yeah, time. Yeah, we're gonna for double you. double down. You know, fuck it. Ten dollars, Stephanie. I'm wow. made of ten dollars. You went there today. Yeah, we went there today. Where after is it? It's uh on like Fifth Ave and Third or so. Third, yeah, in in uh in Park Slope. Wow. Yeah. And the old, the old perks Just took a little stroll on up there. Um, anything else spooky happen to you? This I time? saw It Chapter 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And immediately had a dream that I was married to Bill Hader. As you do. And as you yeah. know, he's now back on the market. I know. So I time. In the dream. It, oh, man. Who is he married to? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know famous. either. But I'm sorry that you just suffer through. She was not famous. Yeah, well, suffer through that loss, Bill. Um, also, I just I just need to tell the listeners about the dream, which yeah, is do it. in the dream there was also a friend that had a cat, a Himalayan cat named Moira Rose, which is a good, cat which is an name. insane detail that mm-hmm. my mind made. Yeah. And in the dream, Bill Hader was just sitting next to me, going, "Hey, look at this," and then doing funny faces. That's and what then, it would be like to be married to him. And then he would, it was, in the dream, it felt like a long-standing gag that he would look at me and go, hey, look at this, do a funny face, and then go, also, I don't love you anymore, and then oh. start laughing really hard. Because it was a bit. Because it was a bit. Yeah. In the dream, we loved each other so much. That it was okay to That it was like funny that. to be like, also, I don't, I'm not in love with you anymore. While making a really funny face. Did you have a dream like that about Jin from Lost? I definitely had a dream that I was in like a very serious like marriage with Jin from Lost once. And you yeah. woke up and you felt And I was lost. like, I, yes, oh. I woke up and I was like, I had a different life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll never find a love like that again. Yeah. Like, we can't I name who it is, real. but you and I have had dreams that we were married to the same person that we went to yeah, high school with. that was weird. Who that we were weird. not friends with. No, and, and like, arguably weren't attracted to at all. No, nothing against this person, but no. like... It was just no. like, no. Um, and in the dream, we were like, no. Like, yeah, it wasn't a we good marriage. Like, oh, okay. Well, here we are. Wow, I don't know how that happened, um, but... I uh, made... I didn't make. Zach and I watched Ghost Stories, the Martin Freeman movie, and like 10 minutes into it, I was like, oh, I've seen this before. Yeah. And it was still spooky. Forgot how it ended. Got to the ending. And once again, listener, I'm sure I've talked about it on here before. I'm sure we've talked about it. Disappointing ending. Don't, I can't remember. Yeah, it's not the best ending. No. Too touchy-feely for me. Did anything spooky happen to you this week? This week? Or I guess, because it's probably been longer that since you checked in about spooky things happening. Um, just in the past couple weeks. Months. Anything that stands out. Yeah. Will year, count. Past year, even. Past year. One year cut off. Um, I've been looking for spooky stuff to happen to me my whole life. Yeah. And it sure no. really Preach. not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. have, like, a couple of random Airbnb stories from tours that are, like, creepy. Yeah. But none of them are ghastly. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, tragically neither of us either have like really stellar ones. You have I haven't like had ones from just your home. In yeah, your home. Yeah, but I haven't like found a skeleton. Well, you know. Sure. <laughs> that kind of thing comes once in a lifetime. Holding out. Holding out for it. Dig. 
I know. Seriously. Um, it does happen to people. I know. I when you least expect it. it. That's what they say. When you least expect it, you yeah. kind of find that skeleton. Just like if you're if you're single and it's like you're trying too hard, yeah, it's yeah. like... It's going to find just you. When, relax. When, when the time is right, it's going to come to you. Take care of you. Yeah. Skeleton's going to come Most to you. Most people be ready. who ever lived are skeletons. At some point, early. you're going to see one. Or yeah. post-skeleton. You're going to... Yeah. Well, I, I would say every day you see one if you look at your teeth. Every day you see a skeleton if you close your eyes. Okay. Maybe a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I could. Know what I mean you could. Technically, yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, in a way. Do you want to tell us some... Do you have any ghost stories lined up for us? Mm, I have a I have a creepy story about aforementioned Airbnb. <gasps> I want to I told you when it happened. Yeah. Um, on tour in Nashville, we stayed in an Airbnb. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And sponsored. Sponsored. No, not a sponsor. <laughs> sponsor me. Wish. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a small, it was like a little bungalow that clearly someone had like bought to be an Airbnb and they'd renovated it bare minimum, just like from Amazon to look like an Airbnb catalog. Yeah. Sure. So it was like not great, not a lot of space. There are five of us. We were kind of looking around and there was a pull down attic. <gasps> yeah. And we we're like, maybe there's more stuff in the attic. Which is obviously there's not like it wasn't advertised, but someone pioneered. Probably our drummer Timmy pioneered um, going up there. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Guys, <gasps> there's something weird up here." <gasps> and we all climbed up. <laughs> there is a video of this. That I can oh see. God, I hate, I hate it. I need to see it. It was it was a barren attic, like unfinished attic, with one. <laughs> bare mattress on the floor and a sharp kitchen knife on the mattress and that's what? it. What? The fuck? I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. It's like preset for killing I know. someone. Yeah. I know. It's like, did you yeah. want to do this? Good news, if you came here to murder, yeah, you yeah. got it all ready. The murder attic is all set up for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and then and we were like, maybe they set it up there so if people do go upstairs, they're creeped out on purpose, but that would be so crazy, too. That would be, that so, would be so above so and crazy. beyond. But why is there a knife there and nothing else? I don't know. Else. Other than like, there's okay. not a good reason. Unless you're, there, <laughs> there, I can't think of no a good, good reason. reason. The only times I leave knives about is when I'm like oh, opening no. a package yeah. and I slice something mm-hmm. and I just like put it somewhere. Yeah, that's fine. And that yeah. crossed that did cross my mind. But, but why would you but leave also, no packages? Yeah. Another thing is also like, if <sighs> if somebody was sleeping up there. Like, regularly, like, if it were a thing where, like, the owner of the house was, like, sometimes I also need to sleep here. And I need my security knife with me. But, Mm -hmm. like, then it wouldn't just be a bare mattress on the ground. No, Mm -mm. You know? No, it was clearly not that either. So, did you guys leave the knife up there? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, you can't touch a single thing up there, Mm -mm. if that's the case. I think probably what I would have done is take the knife at least. Why? Tell me why. Because then, if somebody has a plan mm-hmm. to lead me to the attic and murder me, they'll be like, oh, fuck, where's my knife? I think it would be more a thing that somebody was already up in the attic and they're just going to come down later. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than lead you up there. Oh, sure, yeah. But either way, no knife. Yeah. Then, then there's my no thought knife. Was like, if it opens downward, maybe you could put, like, a broom on a chair and keep it propped shut. You know, so mm-hmm. that if they tried to open it by pushing down, it wouldn't do Ugh, it. God. I don't know. But it yeah. seems like it all worked out. It One thing fine. that I will say is you got to check all those little spaces when you go to any new place. I, it's yeah. like, I like for I sure. I don't do that. Yeah, that shirt is opening up. It's just not It's silky realistic. smooth, and the buttons are also yeah. silky smooth. you got to add maybe an extra stitch yeah. in the buttonholes. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, wow. That's really scary. It's, it's not as scary as... I thought it would be coming out of my mouth. It's not that scary. No, it's it scary. really, really scary. Scared and like, you don't want when you're in an unfamiliar place. You don't want to see that. No. But in the morning, I think the morning was my birthday. <laughs> Shout out to my birthday. Shout out to Rachel's Major. birthday. And there was a family, a cat family, <gasps> in the yard that came up 
to the house. Special guest. And it, it was for like two. Friend. It was like two parents and oh, their five children. Babies. I swear to God. Babies. Oh my God. That's you. That's what you are. She's talking to Blue, who's who's he's back. He's, he's he's got a he's man's back home. Face. He's, he's a got cutie the baby. Face of a man. I just don't know what that means, but I agree. You I agree, it, though right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. animals can have human faces. Face I will say he's man. he's very expressive. This mm-hmm. cat, it's yeah, a little baby. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have tried to tell Steph before the story of I forget who it was, but one of your friends was staying in a or lived <laughs> in a house where something would rip the sheets off of them, right? And then they saw. Uh, in like their bathroom attached to their bedroom, they, the light was on and they saw footsteps going back and forth under it. What? I think that this was a story from Billy. Really? Yeah. Well, because I remember it made a very big impression on me. Oh boy. No uh, disrespect. Yeah, to but it's my possible. Boyfriend, but it maybe a product was of something else. Could have been induced by sure. Some kind Something. of a special dessert. But maybe not. Some kind of all you know? Yeah. That is scary. Spooky tales. Yeah, I don't love it. Mm-mm. That's not good. Yeah. I also will say, speaking of, like, altered states of mind and being, mm-hmm. sometimes I think, mm-hmm. is it, did the ghost appear to you because you're uninhibited? Yeah. Or are you seeing stuff because your brain's going haywire? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably night, that. I've been reading a lot of, um... <laughs> For my birthday, I got an H.P. Lovecraft book. Shout out to Zerk. stories. Nice. And I've been reading through it, and I've been reading through it in bed at night, and it's uh, so spooky. Last night, I finished one of the uh, longer, scarier stories, The Shadow Over Innsmouth, mm-hmm. and uh, I had to sleep with a nightlight off because I was very afraid. Well, you also got another book, Curses Boiled Again. Curses Boiled Again. A Crab a lo- Shack a Mystery. Cra- <laughs> Or whatever it is. I believe it was a lobster shack mystery. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's next up on the scary book list. Yeah. Anytime you get um, too scared, just read Curse. I'm going to have to sleep. I have that color-changing light bulb that I sleep with as a nightlight. Mm-hmm. And, like, last night, because I was in a spooky mood, I put it onto green Ooh. because of the Lovecraft stuff. But for Curses Boiled Again, you know it's going to be red. It's got to be the color it's of the lobster succulent red. lobster. A succulent lobster. Also, the season of the lob is almost through. Hey! She's and not for that reason. Yet. If you live in Maine. Yeah. Well, not, that's honestly, good. I think I even told you, you were you were sad about it. And I said, you know, lobster is, it, it's all year. It's it's all year, and I would say eternal. A lobster is eternal, kind of like love. Yeah. And because a lob. <laughs> As we've discovered, could it keep molting physically mm-hmm. if it had the strength? Then yeah, it could good. live forever eternally. If you gave it a vitamin, it, it would if live for all time. If you gave it a strength-inducing vitamin, then it could just live and live and Give live. it enough calcium, it's never, ever, Give ever going to die. Give that lobster some milk. Can you even imagine, Put a dropper like, of milk in its a horse-sized lobster? I can, and mm-hmm. I do. And I am right now. Yeah, yum. We I also like saw it. a lot of horses today at Prospect Park. We did. A lot of good oh, smoothies. Oh, man, I forgot I took a lot of photos I'm of trying to one. think if anything else spooky happened to me. Um, oh, I went to the Renaissance Fair yesterday. Oh, yeah, that that's wasn't right. scary, but it was great. Um, I saw a lot of swords. I held a mace in my hand. Nice. Um, that was the heft of a mace. It was much heavier than I, for some reason, wasn't expecting it to be as heavy as it was. But yeah, it was a lot, and I felt very powerful holding it. Wow. Nice. They also had a weapon that was just like a long uh, wooden like stick, and at the end of it, where you would have like an axe head normally, there was a little metal hand holding a knife. I love that. So it was like a stick with a fake hand on it to stab with. Wow. It was so funny. I love that. Yeah. That's really some, fun. Some, like, some uh, blacksmith was like, I'm out of ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a scythe, but with a hand atop yes, it. it was so funny. I love that It's so just much. a nice touch. It, it, yeah. is, it is, like, yeah, thoughtful um, touch. It nice shows, adornment. like, the blacksmith's personality peeking yeah. through. My thing is to put tiny hands on my blades. Yeah. Well, it shows <laughs> that, like, somebody put some TLC into the making of it. It's yeah. not just an anonymous blade. No, 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 never. No, never. Never, I never. saw, I'm trying to think of when I was in Cape Cod, there was like tiny hands yeah. on a bunch of different stuff. and got, Oh, it was on top of canes. Ooh. So but there's like, like holding a there's hand? a hand holding the cane, holding Ew. the cane, 
is another hand on top of the hand. It was really, really strange, but I guess that was a whole thing. Weird. I mean, yeah. my thing is make it a parrot. Oh, well, that would be nice. Yeah. That is your thing? That's, yeah. What that's, I whole, say, that's her whole thing. What I say is make it a parrot head. Yeah. Or even a parrot hand. That would be better than a human hand. Well. Are you a, are you a parrot head, Steph? I would like one of those umbrellas that has like Big a. Fan. Oh yeah, boy, no. Sure. no. No, 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 okay. no. I don't want to be misrepresented Why? in that way. I just want to clarify that. No, I just fans want. Are called that. Oh, really? His fans? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes, no. Jimmy Buffett fans call themselves parrot heads. Was it? Okay, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to know. What were you going to say? Go on. I just. You're not going to want to. I think he was. I think he was involved in the Epstein stuff. Really? Yeah, well, I do. I'm not that surprised. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> like not a shocking Jimmy thing Buffett to know. Did not write that song about getting caught in the rain. Yeah, we all know that. I think a lot of people don't know that. Um, well, listener, if you don't know, guess what? <laughs> it wasn't Jimmy Buffett who sang "If You Like Pina Coladas." And there's now an you entire know. Always Sunny episode about that, I wow. believe. Mm. Um, I'm looking through my calendar to see if I have recorded any other scary events that happened to me recently. Oh, well, I can just add to addendum please. to the conversation <gasps> that, please. yeah, he was on the plane. He was Ooh, on the FC. boy. Jimmy Buffett. Well, of course. Oh, you parrot heads. You hate to hear it. Sorry, sorry, sorry parrot heads. Sorry, um, parrot heads. You know. But also, you're, you're to blame. Do you want to talk about... Do you want to talk about scary movies? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. other scary media? You said Lovecraft. Yeah, sure. Things that you like to watch this time of year? Oh, um, man. Yeah. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Yeah, we started watching it. Steph's already watched oh, it. Oh, I boy. just started the first I got yeah. two eps to go, and let me tell you guys, it is the best. Is it's it a got series? a good cast. Oh, yeah. From... It's on Netflix. When? Now. From, like, it's last current? week. It's now. It was made now. It came out, like, five days ago. Is it... Real puppeteering. Oh yeah, it's puppets. It's practical effects. It's all puppets. They use some CGI, but like for the broader scope, like landscape stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's all puppets. It's wow. all puppets. It, oh, it looks like what. it was some made. Of the puppets are hot. Some of them. Wow. Are smoking hot gelflings. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's one in particular that I'm like that puppet fucks. I'll tell yeah, you yeah, what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you another thing. Having seen half of one episode. They're right off the bat, two puppets make out. Yeah, wow. right off the bat. Yep. Yeah. They kick it off. With it's really great. And their mouths are just like, mm-hmm. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Wow. They're just yeah. clacking against okay. each other. And you know what? The world is loving it. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver narrates. Goodness. Everybody's in it. What a voice. A lot of good people in it. <sighs> is it's it so a great. Henson? Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jim Henson Creature Shop. And I think maybe his daughter is a producer yep. on it. His, yeah. I think he has two kids. That's that cool. She's like yeah. one of the Imagine executive producers. A Henson Living child. The, that puppet fortune. Oh I don't know God. where I saw this. It was probably on someone I don't know's social media account, but yeah. it was um, a picture of a Google search and mm-hmm. the caption was my co my younger coworker just Googled this and it was Sesame Street creature who lives in a trash can. Oh no! my god oh. Wow oh. Um, one time Kiri yeah Kiri oh one time said to her coworker who was like we had a baby we named it Oscar it, uh, her British coworker Kiri said, "In America, Oscar is the name of a beloved trash monster." Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, that's true. And that's absolutely right. That's true. Who was your favorite on Sesame Street? Probably for me, it was probably just Big Bird. I know Ooh. you love Snuffy. That was my favorite. Oh, they're all good. I they're mean, all good. Bert and Ernie are great. Yeah, can't have one without the other. Um, I recently revisited Snuffs. the um, Lucille, the, the play ball. We talked ball. about that on this podcast. Remember, I thought it was an orange. Like, it was an ongoing thing I discovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a I orange. thought it was an orange, and but it it's not. Like a it's just a ball. Ongoing, long, like, running thing that they would just do claymation. She had, like, the sexiest lips yeah, in the world. Succulent <laughs> also, remember that Snuffy's favorite food is spaghetti and he lives with his mom in a cave? I love him. I don't remember that. We stand. Those are we details have to stand. that I don't remember. Yeah. That. He lives with his mom in a cave and his favorite food is spaghetti. 
I would do Relatable. anything to watch yeah. that baby boy slurp up a spaghetti. Also, I love Telly and I love Grover. Oh, yeah. You know, there's something about Grover that I don't love. I'm sorry. Is it say. that he, like, both of those characters have... They're like anxiety disorders for me. Well, Telly is like, like very neurotic. Yeah. Um, it's not the personality. I think it's that they the puppet they itself. Like, they look a little too close to like humans sure. in a weird way. Well, um, I I love them no matter yeah, what. I mean, I love all oh, puppets. Mostly. I love any puppet. Uh, my little brother Patrick grew up in the time of Elmo. Oh yeah, and the time of Elmo. Oh yeah, the time the of, hour Elmo. of Elmo. Oh, you mean I like remember? Me? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Elmo wasn't really a thing when I watched he wasn't Sesame huge Street. When we were watching it. Zoe grew up on Barney, and we never oh, watched yeah. Barney. No, I got a lot she of that really, with Patrick too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. Seemed lazy say. to me. I just I seemed know. it really did. Un, it made me like kind of grossed out. Let me tell you the what. character. I was yeah. like, I don't want this like big like like lumbering man no dinosaur little predatory yeah I didn't like it I want to be like don't touch me no I don't know isn't death to smooshy like probably about Barney yeah I think it is I think it is do you you think it holds up Uh, was Robin Williams in that Mm, yes I don't I haven't watched it in a really long time yeah it used to play on Comedy Central Danny DeVito Mm -hmm. Catherine Keener Wow. Okay, yeah, that's a good cast. Star-studded. I think Robin Williams, but now I'm questioning that. Was no, there, he had to have been. Was there one of those that Sam Rockwell was in? One of those movies about, like, a mascot? No, but there is that one with show? Michael Fassbender where he wears that gigantic head. Oh, yeah, I never saw that one. And Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mascot movies... What the hell is that movie called? There's another one that does have Sam Rockwell. You know, you know, this is a sensitive subject for me because mascots are one of my worst fears. Oh, one thing that I forgot about the Ghost Stories movie is that there's a part where um, there's just a room full of mannequins, like a dark room full of mannequins. Surely there is really, really scary stuff. Have either of you seen Quaidon? No, Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's like a '60s. Japanese scary movie. It's vignettes. It's like three vignettes. Ooh, gotta love. And they Wait, are horrifying. Ooh, so cool. How do you spell it? K. W. A. A. I. I. D. Found it. Thanks. Remember, Robin, wow. that we, we watched that, like, animated vignettes in black and white of spooky stuff? Yeah, that I was really good. I can't remember what that was called. I can never find it again. Uh, I'm going to have to just uh, what do was a that good called? old internet search. That was search. at your house in Connecticut, yeah. That was years and years ago. Um, it you know was what, though? really good. I'm going to break into some spooky stuff for you. Yeah, for all please. Of you. Big shout out to my mom who got me this Atlas Obscura book. Ooh. It's so good. It is so gigantic. And if you don't believe me, that how cool it is. Believe Neil Gaiman, who says, I thought I had seen most of the interesting bits of the world. Atlas Obscura showed me that I was wrong. A joy wow. to read and to reread. Eat your hat, Neil. Thank yeah. you, Neil. Wrong, you did. I thought I'd seen <laughs> most of the interesting bits of the world is an insane thing to I, say. What, I, what a thing to say. And I thought I'd yeah. seen most of the world. On. My wife's in music. Hey. <laughs> what? She is. I know. <laughs> okay. I know she is. <laughs> They're both... They're both great. They both love to have cultural fun. I was just thinking of Neil Gaiman for some reason, and I like can't remember why. Well, Fuck. well, I don't know. Were you just thinking about him? And you no, could have just been like, thinking. It's okay rocks. to just think about him. He just rocks. He just rocks. He just rocks hard. He just fucking rocks. I think he has. I think they're making like a Sandman TV show. Oh yeah, and that might maybe like why that. I was thinking of him. My cat just perked up when I said that. Big Sandman fan over there. So I decided to just scroll through this book with my little fingies mm-hmm. and only stop on pages that I could see skulls on. Oh. So I'm going to read you some fun, as you can see, many a post-it is within this book, mm-hmm. some fun stories about just the times I could find skeletons in Atlas Obscura. Hell yeah. Capuchin catacombs. Like the monkey? Palermo, Sicily. Or Palermo. Oh, whatever. 
Uh, yeah, like the monkey. Yeah. But it's in Italy. 8,000 corpses <gasps> in various states of decay inhabit the musty, illit capuchin catacombs. I don't think we even did this when I did ossuaries. I don't think I even I mentioned think so, it. so, no. I don't know how I missed this one because it's crazy. Well, 8,000 is a lot. Yeah. Originally intended exclusively for monks, which it's really like, okay. Exclusive. Rude. I thought you were for the people. The passageways were expanded over time to make room for prominent locals who paid to be buried in the holy vault. Mm. Separated according, according to age, sex, occupation, and social status. Wow. Just like in life. Yeah. Separated because of that. The mummified bodies are arranged in open coffins, hung from the walls in narrow corridors, Ooh. and piled on shelves. Oh, my God. How and they're literally the just put there. Yeah, like, they are just nothing. leaning up. Look at that one on the Can left is leaning. Peek? Yeah. Wow. Oh, they're close. Give it Look a gander. Those mom moms. This is just some of them too. I like the one on the left who's just like, "What's that?" Yeah. Oh yeah, no. This Sorry, one, it's like I dropped something. Wow. Yeah. It I was my own skeletons. eye. They no, they're very naked. They're basically they're mummified, kind of in a way. Yeah, they do look like moms. Um, in, let's see, in the chapel of the virgins. Word. Girls who've, whose families declare them virgins. Oh boy. Which is like. Weird. Tough to make that call. Yeah. Are displayed in faded and tattered white dresses. Under the inscription, this is crazy. The inscription, quote, we follow the lamb wherever he goes. We are virgins. Oh. End quote. Self-owned. In death. Yikes, yikes, yikes. They wear their best clothes, but their appearance is marred by caved-in noses, empty eye sockets, and sunken cheeks. Many have... Yeah, 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 so yeah. being dead. Yeah, before they died, they the clothes, awful. The clothes, great. The bodies, dead. Sad. Many have wide open mouths due to the combination of decomposing facial ligaments and gravity, making them dying. look like they're screaming forever. In the fucking chapel of the virgins. Awful. When are they, when were they buried? What's the Um, The range? oldest one is from 1599. Wow. And the newest? Uh, let's see if it says. Um, I think in the 20s. Okay, wow. so that so, explains why there are some clothes left on them. I oh, mean, yeah. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, the particularly dry atmosphere of the catacombs actually helps preserve a lot of it. Oh. So um, it facilitates natural mummification of the bodies and preservation oh. in general. Priests, okay, this is gross. Priests would lay the dead on shelves and allow them to drip until oh. they were completely depleted of bodily fluid. Is that how it works? You just drip? In this one place, yeah, I guess. (laughs) When a year had passed, they would rinse the dried out corpses with vinegar before redressing them in their best Mm, attire and sending them to their designated eternal room. Wow. Wow. The oldest corpse in the collection is that of Silvestro da Gubbio, a friar who passed in 1599. (laughs) The most recent, who I've talked about before... Rosalia Lombardo Is that the little girl? was only two yeah. years old when she was embalmed in 1920 after dying of pneumonia. Oh. And it was she was so expertly embal- embalmed that she is extremely well preserved. She looks she like looks like she's sleeping. Yeah, it's Whoa. very scary. Only also her eyes are kind of open. Yeah, they like open and close. Oh, no. uh, she's dubbed the Sleeping Beauty. The catacombs also serve as a macabre history of fashion museum, obviously. Ooh, that's fun. Charting the rise and fall of the Palermo high style from the 1600s to the 1920s. Fun. Though the mummies once sported glass eyes, they disappeared during World War I when American GIs came through town and plucked them out as souvenirs. You fucking haunted Dumb fucks. Can you imagine stealing a glass eye from a being like, Grampy, where did this come from? I mean, I can't say I think that it's a good idea to keep side. Well, yeah. But I just think mean like I mean more like just stealing a glass eye from a dead mummy is a way to get haunted. Also, like the mummy had nothing to do with it. Just like leave the mummy alone. Also, it is makes it so much scarier to put a glass eye on a mummy makes that mummy so much scarier. They all had glass eyes. Yeah, most of them. Organized that. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. Probably some psycho who was like, yeah, why was like, let's make most of them look totally dead, but it, have them have living eyes. It did have to oh, have been kind of recent, because in 1599, they definitely weren't taking the time to do that. 
Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, the Skull Tower Mm. in Serbia. The Skull Tower is the grim product of the 1809 Battle of Segar. I don't think that's probably how you pronounce that. A turning point during the first Serbian uprising against the Ottoman Empire. Desperate in the face of certain defeat, rebel commander Stephen, it's probably not, it truly is Stephen, Sindelik, fired into a gunpowder keg, annihilating his entire army. Wow! As well as the enemy soldiers who had flooded the trenches. Oh my god! I know. Stephen, angered by his actions, Turkish, Turkish commander Hershid Pasha ordered the mutilation of the dead rebels' bodies. Their skins were peeled off their decapitated heads, stuffed with straw, and sent to the imperial court in Istanbul as proof of Turkish victory. The 952 skulls left behind were used as building blocks for a 15-foot-tall tower constructed at the entrance of the city. No. What? Just to be like, guess what we've got here? Steven's skull sat at the top. Oh, well, that's kind of an honor. Yeah, this gruesome construction left a deep scar in the national psyche. Yeah. But did not deter its citizens from fighting for freedom from the Ottoman Empire. The Serbs were built again in 1815. This time, they succeeded, driving off the Turks and winning independence in 1830. Wow. That's so recent. Yeah, that was that's, very recent. Yes. Horrifying. Uh, recent. In the years following the construction, some families of the deceased um, chiseled away some of the skulls in order to give them proper funerals. Oh, that's nice. And today, only 58 of the 952 remain. That's very nice You can of them. see there are many, many cavities in this wall, and wow. only some are still there. Damn. Yeah. God. That's but it so was many skulls. Fucking full of skulls. Can you even believe it? Jeez. Just almost a thousand skulls. Yeah. In. Just being like, yeah, yeah. thanks. Fuck you. Speaking of heads. Thing out of your skull. What? Saltmen of Cherabad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what you're pronouncing. You did it. In 1994, workers at the, oh boy, Cherabad salt mine. I'm so sorry, everyone. Uncovered a partial body buried in a tunnel, naturally mm. mummified by the salt. The corpse had Long white hair and a long white beard, and that a is wizard. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and was about 35 years old when he died sometime around the fourth fucking century. Holy shit. Do you guys want to see the head? Yes. Wait a oh second. my god. First of all, he looks like Ogre. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe all that wonderful Salt hair? Man. I bet he's delicious. Yeah. His hair just mm, yeah. Gay like that. Yeah, it did, dude. Salt mummies are rare, but the surprise you find. Salt mummies are rare. <laughs> Salt mummies are rare, but delicious if you That's can find it. one. Yeah. Mm, what a delicacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they found uh, six naturally preserved bodies, all male, in a mine. Uh, they were carefully examined. They were probably crushed and trapped in a section of the mine. One of them is still there because it's too delicate to, like, remove. But can you imagine just being like, yeah, so this this is a salt mine. Yes, there's a salt mummy in it. Yeah. Um, we you know, have to acknowledge we that do need to alert you that here. there is a salt mummy in there with beautiful white hair, but, very trendy white hair. But we like him. This is one that we welcome. Yeah. So speaking of mummies, please. The self-mummifying monks of Shugendo. <gasps> Self-mum? Yeah. SMM? S M M of S. The monks of northern Japan who followed Shugendo, I think that's how you pronounce it, an ancient form of esoteric Buddhism, sought to achieve enlightenment through difficult ritualistic physical and mental challenges. Mm. It's kind of like when like, you know, I wake up and I try to eat a healthy breakfast and do work, like, when I'm supposed to. That's a and physical like, and mental challenge. And then you're like, maybe I'll go on the Peloton. And then you're like, ugh. That's a different, that's like a full enlightened state of being. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. myself to do a Peloton. Um, at least two dozen monks successfully enacted an extreme form of self-sacrifice 
They brought about their own deaths by slow, excruciating self-mummification. I don't understand. The entire process took about 10 fucking years. During the first of the three stages, the monks spent 1,000 days eating a strict diet of nuts and seeds. This is a, a, as soon as I say this, this is going to be a new diet that Mm. people just do. Yeah, it's a self-mummification, keto, paleo, yes, Uh, while taking part in a regimen of rigorous physical activity that stripped them of their body fat. They must have been fucking diced. Yeah, doiced. Shredded. Due to its high water content and heat retention, fat accelerates decomposition. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do this diet. that's why, well, if you want to self-mummify, you would want a low um, fat content. Great. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try anything. But if you want to live longer and not self-mummify, it's do a, what it's I a, do. It sounds to me like I get 10 hot years. I think well, no. This is the first. percent. I mean, remove all the fat from your face. That's a skull. That's mm-hmm. a skin skin skull right then. Unless you're strong. And that's only stage one. Stage two of the instructions to self-mummify the monks restricted their diet, even further consuming only bark, roots, and a tea made from the toxic sap of the urushi tree, a substance more conventionally used to lacquer wood. Ooh. Ew. Mm-hmm. This caused, obviously, vomiting, sweating, and excess urination, achieving the goal of bodily um, desiccation and ensuring that any maggots attempting to feed what on the, the post-mortem fuck? flesh would be poisoned. So you're so, making your flesh poisonous. Like, so, uh, does it say, like, would they do this? Would they get to a certain age and be like, okay, time to start dying? Or was it just Yeah, like, you would decide when you wanted to start the 10-year wow. process of becoming a mummy. Dang. Can you imagine, That's like, tough. reaching, like, sitting your parents down and being like, I don't want to go to college. I, I really want your support. Like, I'm I'm going to become a mummy. also suck to make that call and get, like, six years in and be like, I I think that, like, I want to just, like... Give up and live. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and can't like, go back. It's also, like, too insides. embarrassing to decide you don't want to become a mummy anymore. You can't go back. Yeah. But also, yeah. how does it... How do you live for ten years if you're poisoning yourself? Yeah, seriously. I don't know, that's but... That's the second thing? What's... Where do you even finally, go from there? Finally, a self-mummifying monk would lock himself in a stone tomb... Ten oh, well, feet yeah. underground, where he would meditate and recite oh, mantras up that skin. while sitting in the lotus position. His only connection to the outside world was a bamboo air tube and a bell. Each day, he rang the bell to indicate he was still alive. Okay. When the bell stopped ringing, the tube was removed and the tomb sealed. Imagine just forgetting and being like, ah, fuck. Yeah, like, I felt pretty good today. Still uh, right now. Yeah, I just forgot the bell. Forgot to Uh ring. Hundreds of monks attempted self-mummification. And here's the rub. Yeah. Lots of them didn't succeed. They just died. What does that mean? You just regular die? A thousand days after the final ringing of the bell when the tombs were open, most bodies had decomposed. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. These monks were were resealed in their tombs, respected for their endurance. Oh, well, sure. But not worshipped. Oh. Wow. The monk with the most outlandish story is Teksu Monkai, who, according to legend, killed multiple samurai and fell in love with a prostitute. Sex worker. That's what this this book says, prostitute. <laughs> um, before joining the seminary, newly devoted to a life of self-sacrifice, he castrated himself. Oh. Hand-delivered his carefully wrapped peen to the lovelorn woman <laughs> and cut out his left eye in the hope that it would end the outbreak of ocular disease in Edo. Wait, what? Yup. I think he lost his mind. So he gave it to her to yeah. be like, sorry, babe. And then when I do this slicey, slicey dice, yep. I take out my eye and, and now everyone's it's fixed. healed. It's fixed. Mm-hmm. Having decided he needed to leave his body to the world in order to bring salvation to mankind. Oh, Again, boy. a little bit too self-important. Yeah. Um, Tetsu Monkai entered his tomb in 18... 18- 29. His mummy, still in, in the lotus position, is on display at the Churangi Temple at Mount Yudono. You he, don't so know he succeeded. how to become a mummy. He did it. Can I hold it? Yeah. <laughs> can I please? You can certainly. She's holding the mummy right now. <gasps> Rachel's holding <gasps> the mummy. Know that this mummy doesn't have a, a peen. Or an eye. He handed it to someone. Well, he doesn't have any eyes. The peen is the only part of him that decomposed. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, Think about that, sad. you know? Wow. Well, well, he did it. He really he did, did it, bud. Yeah. Wow. Ew. Just uh, imagining the pain of feeling yourself, like, poisoning your blood and your organs. I, like I would it. also think that... I think that if you wanted to really kick it up to be like the really a really cool looking mummy or just like a really like juicy looking mummy, yeah, you should when you're sealed into the tomb maybe also be oiling your your skin up. Oh like, yeah, for stay sure. Juicy. You got to you know stay juicy on the outside. You got to stay juicy, juicy on the outside. You what know, mummies are dry. No, I know, but if you want to look like a real like if you want to preserve the look of like looking a little bit. Closer you know what I would you, do? You gotta be juicy. Drink some of that lacquer. Mm-hmm. Put some lotion lacquer some of the lacquer. Or, yeah. You know? Seal it in. Mm-hmm. Like Mod Podge. Yeah, you got to. You think you got to. Unrelated, but kind of looked like a skull, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did mark it. Uh-huh. Is the village of dolls. Oh, dude. This isn't, this is different from the island of dolls. Mm, tell me how. The school in the small village of Nagoro has a classroom full of silent students. God, Japan's got it all. Staring at an equally silent teacher, they no. sit motionless day after day, never calling out an answer, answer or rustling their books. The students and teacher are eh, life-size dolls, no. created by Nagoro resident Ayano Tsukimi after the school closed due to low enrollment. <laughs> Tsukimi was going to say, like, after, like, yeah, major tragedy. Some horrific yeah. thing. No. This person spent decades living in Osaka, Japan's third largest city. When she returned to her childhood home, the population had dwindled from about 300 to 35 residents. Wow. The dolls began as scarecrows mm-hmm. made to defend Tsukimi's veggie patch. Oh. That's a nice, humble beginning. Yeah, but as Tsukimi created more and more, some in the likeness of deceased friends and relatives, she started placing them around the village in remembrance of Nagoro residents she once knew. One of the other residents there being like, uh, what are you doing? We, like, the 34 of us who also live here don't want this. Yeah, like, I I don't want to see this. Yeah. Anyway... Basically, like, she estimates she has created 350 dolls, meaning at this time they do outnumber the human residents 10 to 1. God. So there's, like, if there's a doll uprising, you're dead. Well, yeah, and if, when? (laughs) It's just a matter of time. Yeah. And last but not least, well, I can't pronounce it. Okay. Phom Pen Memorial Stupa in Cambodia. Ooh. The horrors of the chain ache, maybe that's how you say it, are unimaginable. This is a site where from 1975 to 1979, so, so very recently, members of the Khmer Rouge, Cambodia's Communist Party, executed 17,000 <gasps> men, women, and children. Wow. This uh, Communist Party systematically committed genocide, which claimed the lives of approximately 2 million Cambodians, oh or a quarter of the population. Um, it was part of an attempt to turn the country into a classless society focused on agricultural labor. So basically, the entire population was forced into farming, and anybody who was like educated, religious, or just resistant to leaving the urban setting they lived in was killed. Damn. This place is now a m- memorial. At its center is a Buddhist stupa, a monument containing relics of the deceased. Its sides are made of glass, allowing visitors to see 5,000 skulls. That's so many. Lined up neatly at the shelves inside. Many of the skulls show signs of trauma. Um, Prisoners were executed with pickaxes instead of guns to save on the price of bullets. That's awful. Wait, is this the Pol Pot? Huh? What time period is this? Seven, uh, no, I'm sorry, 1975 to 79. Yes. So, surrounding the stupa are fields lined with rows of pits, the former mass graves from which the skulls were exhumed. Human bones and fragments of clothing occasionally poke through the dirt. No! Ugh. The Cambodian government encourages visitors to come see this place and remember the atrocities committed during this regime. So, there's just like, yeah, 5,000 fucking skulls. That's awful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
That's just just the pages with skulls that I can find in this book. You're gonna find more. You're There's gonna, gonna be more. more. I'm sure I just skimmed over some skulls that were oh too small boy. for me to see at first glance. Yeah. Well, but as Neil Gaiman puts it, a joy to read. And yeah. Read. I hope you liked that, Neil. I hope you loved it. Yeah, I guess you freaking love skulls, Neil. Um. Well, he would agree with that. He does I, love skulls. You know, decided to just um, hit up one of my favorite things, which is Ghosts in the News. Love it. So I'm gonna just bust through a couple of ghost ghost news. <laughs> couple of ghost news. Couple yeah. ghost news. Okay. Bust through them. Bust through them. Okay, everyone. This ghost detecting stone on Amazon turns red if a ghost is nearby. What? There it is. What is it when it's not red? Pur- it looks purple. purple. Oh. What? If you're undertaking a paranormal investigation sometime in the, in the near future, here's something you might consider adding to your ghost hunter's toolkit: a stone that detects the presence of ghosts. Made by Japanese company Solid Alliance, the device, called a Bakaton Resiki, purports to indicate via colorful lights whether there are any supernatural beings around you at any given time. Wow. Yep, so we are going to buy that. Yeah. Um, Will any stone, any purple stone do? No, I think it's a special one. It's technically a device. Um, uh, So it's also, the name is a portmanteau. Bakaton comes from obaki, represent, uh, the, yeah, a type of yokai, Ooh, which you know we love. Fun. And tan, to search. So it's like gotcha. searching for a spooky ghost. Searching stone. Um, yeah. So here we go. $28. It could be oh, yours. Oh, it's just going to send me back 28 bones? Yeah, 28 bones. Wow. Very um, affordable. The stone lights up green if there's nothing unusual around. It turns blue if there's an angel. <gasps> And turns red if there's a ghost in the area. What? Yeah, you know. It has a search mode, um, which is really fun and nice. <laughs> search mode! Um, let's see. It will make a beeping sound while the light flashes a few times before settling on a specific color, indicating what's going on. Wow. Um, barrier mode uh, protects you from spirits, although it's not totally clear how it does so. <laughs> Sure. Okay. But the other stuff is clear? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. The other things are crystal clear. Obviously, sure. Yep. Mm. All right. Here we go. Moving on. Uh, <clears throat> house supposedly haunted by, quote, tall man in a suit and top hat terrifies Airbnb renters. Oh, it's just the Babadook. Yeah, if that's that duke. Um, this is an Airbnb in Missouri uh, where the homeowners bought a house, decided it was too haunted for them to actually live in. So this instead is in of Missouri, mm-hmm, okay. instead of trying to sell it, they flipped it and made it an Airbnb where the whole selling point is that it's haunted. Wise. That um, is very good. Very smart. Oh yeah. Uh, according to the couple, the first group to rent it didn't make it through the not not in the way that they not in the sense that they died. <laughs> they <laughs> are not with us. Uh, they uh, we checked got out early. It was a bloodbath. Um, yeah. <laughs> checked out. Um, <laughs> Let's see. The young man that booked the home said he smelled a strong odor of sulfur, which I've been told is a demon smell. I mean, yeah. Uh, They checked in at 6 p.m. and left a little bit after midnight. A lady staying there said they saw a dark figure on the staircase. Another said she saw a similar dark figure on the porch on the second-level master bedroom. Wow. Scary. Um, The homeowner said, we bought the house in August 2017, my family and I started really noticing odd events around Christmas time. My dog acted weird the moment we moved in, but we thought he was being stubborn. The sounds uh, got worse as we stayed, and it graduated to TVs turning on at full volume, space heaters turning on by themselves, my daughter sleepwalking and talking in tongues, Wow! A shifty movement as though she was possessed. <gasps> um, what makes that unique is that she would never do that anywhere else. Um, you gotta trust a dog right off the bat. Yeah, mm-hmm. you really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man also confirmed that him and his wife both saw a tall man in a suit and a top hat out of the corner of their eyes. At least he's dressed to impress. I mean, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, their daughter said she was standing outside of her bed staring out the window. She had been having nightmares. The dad said she was still crying. I could see her shoulders going up and down, and I was like... What's wrong? Are you okay? And she turned around, and it scared the life out of me because it went from crying to this Cheshire cat smile like no. the Joker. No, thank which you. Which is so fucking scary. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't like that. I hate it when people or ghosts, like, really lure you in by being upset, and then they're like, ha-ha. Yeah, and then they're like, ha-ha-ha. I got you now. I fooled you by you being sad for me. Mm-hmm. And now, I'll eat your face. Now, chomp-chomp. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is... Um, we've talked about, I believe, the Morris murders before. 
Oh, I don't know if we have. Vera Henley and Ian Brady, I think. You might recognize this mugshot. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, famous, terrible British child You know, murders. I think that we... I think they might have been one of them... Um, Death Becomes Her shows. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically this article is about how ghost hunters have sparked fury over a plan to have a seance to contact Myra Henley. Oh, are you fucking idiots. On Facebook. Come on. Yeah. Um, so obviously the family of one of the victims is very upset. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. So that is the whole headline. I'm not going to make Here's you just hear a fun, a fun preemptive tip. Don't seance bad people. Yeah, yeah why do you want to talk to them? Okay. Leave them in hell where they belong. Yeah. There, it's a journey to get back up here. Yes. Anyway. And what if they stick around? Well, sure. I mean, they're not going to understand iPhones. Yes. Okay. Secrets of haunted well and eerie British woods where ghosts make you want to kill. Mm. A few have been known to burst into tears as soon as they go near. Well, that's true with any well for me. Sure. Same. Ghost hunters are investigating, uh, or in, yeah, an in, Abandoned woodland site where paranormal activity is said to make people want to kill. This is in Essex. Um, Super haunted. It's near an old sanatorium. Hasn't been used since 1924 and is haunted by the ghosts of 20 children. Ooh. Yeah. 20. 20 wow. boys and No more, no less. And if any of the ghosts want to quit, they're like, we need just like, tw- we need need 20. Mm-hmm. Get a replacement, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be used in the early 1900s by businessman Edwin Cash, who attempted to source local water with high mineral content and potential health benefits. He bottled and sold the water to local chemists and stores before his company went under. He died in 1931, but his spirit remains at the site and also haunts visitors who venture near. So it's unclear if it's one man or 20 children, but... Russell Old, a ghost investigator, said, Mr. Old. Mr. Old, there is a gentleman in uniform. He's law-abiding. The men tend to pick up more on this gentleman, and you hear him quite clearly shifting and moving. We'll stand and watch out a couple of times. Guests have asked who's walking down the path. When we go inside, there are two ladies, one on each side, with completely different stories. Um, Now that we're talking, I know that one lady has joined us. I don't really understand what these quotes mean. Um, That last part was confusing. Seance. Yeah, maybe he's narrating yeah. a seance. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Because uh, then he goes on to say, we've all got an aura, which is scientifically proven. We've all got two-inch that, energy bubble that surrounds us. That's not okay, scientifically so, anyway, anything. Uh, here's a picture of the well, though. Cool. Ooh, yeah. Very scary. Ever uh, since little Mr. Jessica, Cash I've hated a well. of the spirits that dwells there. But, yeah, okay, there are also 20 children. Okay, anyway, moving on. Next up, we've got man says ghosts gave him baths. <laughs> this man says ghosts gave him baths. <laughs> That's, That's so on. kind of them. Well, Clinton Hall says that three ghosts at different times showered him in order to ensure that he was not harmed by persons who were seeking to hurt him. <gasps> yep. Wow. Um, let's see. How does Where that protect you from harm? Uh, it's unclear. Uh, I'm having a hard time figuring out exactly where this is, but yeah. Um... That's the headline. I can't really... Oh, it's in Jamaica. It's in Jamaica. Wow. So, you know, something's up. Uh, Being New bathed by a spirit. Three times. Wow. Mm. I think three different ghosts. Oh. Um, New York home catches security camera with a ghost that has its own dog. What? Uh, a New York couple was spooked when they checked footage from a security camera in their living room late one night to find what they said looked like a ghost and a ghost dog. No. Yep. Um, they no. claim they saw what appeared to be a faint outline of a person and a small animal with them. Well, you know they died together. I know. Mm. Some viewers said the apparition looked like a boy and a dog, or a boy, a girl, and a dog, but mm. Nolan thinks it could be his dead grandfather. The sighting happened on the 20th anniversary of his grandfather's death, and while he's not sure it's him, he said seeing it gave him some comfort. But what if the dog? Well, Does what he if think the dog? his pep pep had maybe like a, a doggy growing up? Secret dog. Maybe, but do you want to watch the <laughs> a video? Secret dog. Yes. Oh, here Let's we go. See. Oh, I do see a little tail, a little ghostly tail. Did you see it? No. Let's see. <gasps> yup. Oh, that's a ghost dog. That's a ghost dog. That's a good ghost dog. That's a ghost dog. That's how an animal would move. Oh. Yeah. It's like a happy little dog. Yeah, there goes the person. 
then there's a little special ghost dog. It's so cute. Oh, I love it. That's really cute. We should post that. That's that's creepy. Yeah. That was in Long Island. Mm. Wow. Wow. What? Teresa? Anyway. Teresa? Teresa? Go and find. Teresa Caputo. Teresa Caputo. If you're listening. Go and find. First of all, get in touch with Christopher Tacos, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Christopher Angel. Mr. Mind Freak. Mr. Mind Freak. Um, you guys two should of you team up. Go to this home. Y'all. God, imagine an angel. Oh, my God. Caputo. I can't even. Match well, up. You know, they would hate each other. Why? Because they're competing. Um, no, because Chris abilities? doesn't think mediums are real. Oh, yeah. I think he would. they would get along, though. Him and Trey. No. No? He's... He obviously, when I did my in-depth Chris Angel research, mm-hmm. he was quoted as saying, uh, "I don't even like them if they're from my hometown." Are you kidding me? No. So he, that was pointed yes. at. Yeah. Had to be. Indeed, it was. Shit. Yeah. Well, Straight up against it. Damn. Let me say that I'm gonna come down hard on the side of Teresa Caputo for this, because as we've seen. Many examples of, including this past week on Instagram, Chris Angel is a bad man. He's a horrible person. <laughs> and I, it's, it makes me sad that we jokingly got really into him to discover. You traveled we, pretty far. We yeah. spent a lot of money and yeah. traveled very far. Yeah. On a joke. Yes. And then the joke, way. the joke was on us yeah. because he's a horrible man. Sometimes a goof goes too far. I would say almost every all time. of our goofs <laughs> go way too far. Yeah. Every single yeah. time. They, a lot of yeah. them have gotten super out of hand. The joke's always on us at the end. I recommend yeah. you not learn your lesson. Oh, it, no, it's yeah. It's more fun to just yeah. be like, we're just doing it, it and up. then like keep going. It's way more it's fun. Too late to back out. Oh, for sure. Um, I will say, I had a great time going to the Chris Angel show. I thought the, yeah. the, the fun part of it wasn't that the magic was good, it was how stupid it was that we did it. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, but his Instagram is really just. It's not like good. Harrowing. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess if you like somebody who just, like, objectifies their own their wife. Their own precious wife and is mean to, to other people on camera. Yes. And proud of it. And people like, you're the man, Chris, the in man the comments. <laughs> Insane. He's not even good at magic. Guess what? He's not good at magic. Hot take. No way, dude. Rachel's exactly right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The magic? He's not good at magic. It's not even good. You know. Um, that being said... I do think you still like magicians. I do. Of course I do. I also think... I I like Teresa Caputo, but I do think she's a charlatan. Of course, yeah. Um, Yeah. As are all mediums. Of course. I've never seen a medium that I've been like, wow, I believe now. No. Um, But, you know... Yeah, I mean, I'm open to if 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 you out there in yeah. the world think you can convince me. Yeah, you can talk to guests. Yeah, if there's a medium out there who can tell me something that literally I like only I would know and have never like written down or told another human being, then sure, then maybe I'll listen. Right. This is a challenge. This is down the gauntlet. A challenge, a ghost challenge. To all those mediums listening out for there. For all the probably no mediums listening mm-hmm. to this show. If you're a magician, you can also write in. We call like in to one eight hundred. We should get a spirit phone proof. We should get a Google, Google voice number. Yeah, we definitely voice. should. Ooh, oh my god, we should we're doing do that. It. Okay, we're Guys, doing it. Guys, would you um, leave us voicemails if we get a phone number? That yeah, would be would, fun. Yeah. Would ya? Um, I guess there's no way of you telling us. Rachel, if you had to leave our listeners with a tip. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, always believe in yourself. Okay. If it yeah. had to be kind of a spooky one. <laughs> I do agree. I back I mean, up yeah, that I tip. I believe in that. That's a mm-hmm. nice one. Uh, I'm going to say don't uh, go looking around in attics and basements that mm. you shouldn't be looking around in. Yeah. Unless you want to find something that you don't want to find. Oh, fuck. We forgot to look. When we were walking into the park today, there was like a weird oh, vault yeah. door going in underground under Prospect There's park. like a subterranean level of the park, mm, probably no. for the trash folk. And by that, I mean the custodians of the park. 
<laughs> I was like, mole people? That's pretty classic. No, to it's call just like track. the parks and rec people yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. taking care of the park. We should have gone down there. Yeah, but we would have gotten stuck. We would have gotten stuck, probably. And then had to live down there forever. That goof well, that's is a new not adventure. Worth it. No. Okay, yeah, that's one goof you can That's like, that, that's, that's the from. line. Because that one story. Don't even I know, tell me the story. I know. <laughs> but this is. This is what I get upset. Like, one of these goops okay, wait, is going to be how I die. Tell Rachel the story really quick. I don't even think I can because it's too sad. To. I don't think, to. I think Rachel, totally off mic, I think know. Rachel will be sad that I told her this. Well, okay. I guess my tip would be, um, if a ghost gives you a bath, it's probably to protect you. It's something mm. that I learned just now. Oh, um, you can buy a ghost stone on Amazon. Maybe get, Try that out. That's not really a tip, but I would like for you to do that. That's a good tip, yeah. Um, I guess the third tip would be don't drink poison tea. Yeah. Yeah, to, for 10 years. Yeah, for 10 years. Really good. Because you might change your mind. You might never know. Oh, yeah. You might never My whole know. tip is trust a dog right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that goes for pr- pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd also say if you if you go back to your hometown and not as many people live there as before, it's okay. You don't, don't have make to dolls yeah. to replace all of them. You don't have them. to do that. Um, and also, you need to ask the other residents if they if think it's, it's, okay. it's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for listening. Guys, right? emails. That's the spirit podcast at jamal.com. Give us a follow on the boys. Uh, Instagram, that's the spirit podcast. Twitter, spirit pod. Like and subscribe. Like this. Smash that subscribe thank button. Thank you for Give coming on stars. the pod, thank Rachel. You, it's a pleasure to be here. Randall. Oh, it's a delight um, to have you. And we're going to set up that Google voice number so that oh, you can yeah. leave us a spooky voicemail. Thank you, you so much. Include a 666 in <gasps> Oh, the You're yeah. right. Spooky. 1-800-666-420-69. All right, we love you. See you in hell. Bye. Bye. Bye.